Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. What we hope for you today is that when you're through listening to this show, you have a perspective and a piece of mind candy to think about for the week and see how this word we're going to talk about plays into your life. My name is Stacy Johnston. Honored to be here with you. And equally as honored, just along my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kathy, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. Looking forward to re-welcoming our guest and having a enlightening conversation. Mm, me as well. I, always, I look so forward to these conversations. It kind of gives us an opportunity. You know, I look around and you look at the world and, and all the things going on, and I see a, a real... I'm going to say lack of the ability to communicate right now, right? Everybody's a little froggy and wants to make sure their point's out and they're not offending anybody else. And so just basic communication seems to be hard, you know? I was guided with your words. And I think these conversations, I hope they begin to bridge that gap and make it easier for people to have conversations. What do you hope they do? Um, You know, if nothing else, I hope they just make people realize that just because you feel a certain way about a certain word and it fits into your vocabulary a particular way doesn't mean that it's that way for someone else, right? So, again, back to the communication thing, but it's really just opening people's eyes to the fact that different words have different meanings to different people. Very true. I like that. They do. And and it's okay. It doesn't make anybody wrong. And I think that's another thing, you know, that helps us understand is that it's okay for us to see the same word a little different. Still the same word. Yeah, still has the same objective. So, like I said, we've got a beautiful lady returning with us as a returning guest. So let's get this show on the road. Today, Shanice Green, welcome back to the stage. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. All right, so let me kind of ask you the same question. When we talked to you about doing this podcast, it was a yes or no moment for you. What? made you want to do this show? Because I am very, I would say spontaneous, let's say that. And like with my work, I very much go with the flow. So if a client would ask me something, I don't research it beforehand or, you know, I just go whatever in my head. So yeah, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I like to just go with the flow and just see what comes out of my mouth. Well, then let's just get to flowing and see what comes out. Today we're going to talk about the word perspective. So when you hear the word perspective and that comes to you, what's that word mean to you? The word perspective, okay. To me, it's about everyone having, everyone has the right to have their own outlook on life and to see things in a different way. There's no right or wrong way to answer a question. You know, if it comes into your head, then clearly it's supposed to be. You know, no one's wrong and no one's right. And I say this all the time, all the time, that no question is silly and no question is wrong. If it comes into your head, then clearly it is supposed to happen. Mm. I like that. 
we don't think about questions that other people propose to us that we might think are silly coming to us for a reason. Hmm. I like that. I got some, already got some three good notes. I love that. How about you, Cassie, when you hear the word perspective? What does that mean to you? Perspective to me is my interpretation of the universe, right? My my path, my my bubble, my my viewpoint on things. Um, and you know, it has a lot to do with how I operate, right? If I see things a certain way, I do them a certain way, and right? I think that's the same for everybody, but it's more of more of the same, right? And my perspective is my perspective, right? I see it a certain way. You may see it a different way. Not wrong, not bad, just different. Right, so having my own perspective is, I guess, giving myself permission to seek my own path. Hmm, well, I like that. Giving myself permission. Well, how much, how, how many people right now are looking to give themselves permission for all kinds of things? Um, I really like that. You're giving yourself permission to be yourself. Love it. You know, I think my pers- my my perspective on perspective, <laughs> my my opinions when I think about the word perspective are kind of a combination of the two of yours, right? And both of you kind of said a similar thing, that perspective is your outlook, right? I'm a firm believer that we all have a lens with which we see the world. And having an expectation that anyone else is ever going to see through your lens is it's never, that's not, that's not real, right? No one's going to see the world through your lens, but they can appreciate your perspective. So I think perspective adds an idea to the table. I think your perspective is, like you said, Kathy, exactly how you see the world, your viewpoint. From my perspective, I see this. Um, and, and, yeah, I think it's a, it's a way that we should all openly view the world. I think we're very closed off right now to other people's perspective. Right, we want to fight about that. We want to get bowed up, and there wants to be some controversy right now. And perspective, I think, is it's freedom. I think that's where invention comes from. I think that's where, where new things get to come to the table, to being able to come and, and see everyone's perspective and find the middle ground. Yeah, I was so, having this conversation the other day with a friend of mine that's a designer, and we were talking about... Um, new ideas, right, and coming up with with something new. And I said, you know, if you think about it, everything that's out, we, I said, think about jeans, right, basic pair of pants. There's a pair of jeans. Now, there are 750 gazillion brands of jeans. Right. Depending on your perspective, what you need them for, how you want to dress, you know, will depend on what kind of pants that you need. So it's not that one company copied another. It's that they put their twist on a version of something that already existed, right? They put their perspective on it. Mm, Very good way to look at it, open marketing. You're exactly right. 
exactly right. I think that's what happens so many times with so many different things. I think it's a great point. I love that. How about you? Shanice, where does all that take you? I just want to go back on what you were saying about the, um, you call them pants, we call them trousers over here, um, a little bit of education. <laughs> um, so with the, like you were saying about jeans, etc. But it's also as well, you know, people's taste. You know, everyone has different tastes. You know, I might not dress the same way as you dress. It doesn't mean that you dress wrong. It just means we have different tastes and things. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I think that also comes into as well, you know, your perspective on things. My perspective on a pair of jeans might be different to your perspective on a pair of jeans. And it doesn't mean either of them are wrong. It just means we have a different look and um, an outlook on life, you know, and, or on the product. Mm. Agreed. I, I like that. The jeans was a great a great way to pair that up. So let me ask you a perspective question from a different angle. If, how, do you, how do you teach someone, or how important do you think other people's perspectives are at the table? How do you model that? How do you teach the, the freedom and the beauty of other people's perspective to the people that you coach? Kathy? To me, oh, Shanice, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. No, go ahead, Shanice, please. So to me, personally, I teach my clients that, you know, once they they start to believe in themselves, then they will not look at anyone else. So, for example, you know, um, I want to make a decision on what food to eat, but I can't make that decision for myself because I don't feel confident in myself on my own opinion you know mm. once we grow our confidence then say that was me you know I won't have to ask someone else or a family member oh, what do you think we should have for dinner no I mm. will make that decision myself so once your confidence grows then you're able to start looking at it in a different light and thinking, no, actually, I'm going to make that decision. And that isn't me being forceful making my decision, but that's me being true to myself. Okay. I see that absolute angle. I appreciate that. Kathy, how about you? I think that it is important to teach people that you know, everybody is different, right? Everybody has a different perspective. But you respecting that perspective doesn't mean that you have to change it. So learning boundaries around around your perspective, your your angle, right, your, your foot that you're standing on, and not being swayed by another's perspective because you don't have the ability to set boundaries. Right, so teaching people that it's not disrespectful to set boundaries as you're teaching them that other people's perspective is worth respecting, right, if that makes sense. 
It does. So you feel like you can learn from other people's perspective, but you don't necessarily have to allow them to change yours. Exactly. Okay. I like that. It's always this thing is a thing, right? But if you teach people that they're allowed to have boundaries and also be open to other people's ideas and opinions and perspectives, then it's, I think it sets a healthy, a healthy line. Hmm. I see that. I agree with that. You know, I think when I, when I talk with my, the people that I work with about perspective, I come at it from an integrity point of view. Right? It's, I, and I've said it more than once on this show, if your ideas are always the best ideas at the table, you need some new people at your table. And so as a leader, as a manager, as a mentor, as someone in that position, <clears throat> I feel like it's important that you allow yourself to be open to other people's perspective. Because like I said from the beginning, I think that's where new ideas come from. That's where innovation comes from. Like you said, Kathy, there used to be one kind of genes and now there's 700. Right. And so everything is because someone took an idea and put their perspective on it, again, like you said. So I, I think it's important that we, if we're going to teach it, that we teach it that, that your perspective is important and boundaries are critical around that perspective so you don't allow anybody to change who you want to be in this situation. Okay. You, Kathy, you're the only one that gets to decide who Kathy was going to be in that moment. And if given someone the power to change that, they win anyway regardless of the outcome, right? And so that, those, those boundaries are so critical in managing and holding on to your own perspective. Super important, and we teach people that. So how do you model perspective to children? Right? What I see when I work with youth, little kids, they've got a perspective of everything. They see the world however they see the world, and it's amazing, and it's fascinating, it's interesting to them. Okay? And then at some point, we kind of shut that down. And then again, later in high school, early college, we're coaching them again on how to open up that perspective and open up their mind and their ideas and their thoughts and let them be known. So how do you bridge that gap when you're working with children? Shanice. Okay, I'm going to say, especially for my children, so and it works with adults as well. Um, Say, for example, uh, let's give you an example. My, okay, so my son um, came back from school one day and said that the um, his peers were playing, but they were playing that he didn't think that was really acceptable, if that makes sense. Um, he didn't like what they were playing. They were playing rough, and he didn't feel that it was acceptable. And I said, what did you do? And he said, what I did was I thought about it and I thought that this isn't acceptable. This isn't what I want to do. So I took myself away and did something else. And I think it's really important to teach our children and adults as well that we acknowledge what someone else is doing or someone else is saying and then we need to process it ourselves and think, do I want to do this or not? Do I want to take on someone else's perspective or the way that they look at things as my own or do I want to do something different? Do I think that's right to do or not? Because we all have freedom of speech, right? You know, and we 
all deserve to do what we feel is right, whether someone else thinks that's right or not. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. Kathy, where does that take you? You know, we were talking not too long ago about when kids stop using their imagination, right? They stop they stop being creative and being all these things. And not long after that, I I think I told you I was in my kitchen and this random commercial came on TV and it was like, you know, we spend so much time raising our children, telling them to follow your heart and you can be anything you want to be and follow your dreams. And then when they get older, we tell them that it's stupid and the dreams don't pay bills. Right. So what we're doing is going from them having their own perspective, their own dreams, their own goals, their own paths to shutting it down and telling them, yeah, that's cool, but conformity is really how it goes, right? You don't need to have your own perspective. You don't need to have your own this or that or whatever. So I think instead of taking that approach, right, that whole, yeah, that's dumb, but dreams don't pay bills approach, taking the approach of that's great, how do you make that pay the bills? Right. How do we move forward and take the steps and turn that into a career? Right. So you're not trying to change their perspective. You're trying to fine-tune it, I guess, right, because there's steps, right? Nothing worth having is free or easy. So if you want it and that's what you're going for and that's what your heart is telling you to do, then my job as a parent is not to go, yeah, that's cool, but maybe you should do that as a hobby. My job is to go, okay, how do we do that? I love that. What a great parenting tip. You know, to start when they're young with that, with that very same thing, okay, then how do you do that? Um, what, a great, what a great tip, right? It teaches so many different things when it comes to perspective, how to bring that to life and how to make it real. I love that my grandmother used to tell us, if you want to be successful, find something you love to do and find, out, find a way to get people to pay you to do that. Because then you're going to love your job every day. So, How do you manage being in a, in a situation where you've got someone that you work with, let's say a coworker, um, and you have very different perspectives on life, on, on, on things. How do you manage that without letting that become confrontational? Shanice? I think it's about communication, isn't it? You know, having, communicating in the right way and listening because I feel we don't do that enough. We don't do that enough. We don't listen enough to what someone else believes or thinks, you can then, you know, once you've listened, this is why I always say you acknowledge, you're acknowledging what they're saying first. And once you have done that, then it's your time. 
then you can either process it, what they've just said, or if it's in a conversation, then you can then you can listen and then you have your perspective. Hopefully you come to an even kill, you know, an even ground and you decide together. But it's about communication. I think communication is definitely a hundred percent key. I agree with that statement. Cassie, how about you? So when I was in treatment, they had 28 people living in one house, 14 males and 14 females, and nobody knew each other. And everybody was there because their choices were obviously fantastic. So they decided <laughs> the best way to to approach that was to just throw us all together, right? 14 females on one side, 14 males on one side, and nobody fought, right? There was no drama. Because at the end of the day, right, if you can't find anything else to agree on, the one thing that you can agree on is that you're human, you breathe through your nose, you probably put your pants on the same way, and you have to eat to survive. Hmm. Right, so... Common ground. Common ground. I love that. There has to be a common ground. Beautiful point. Okay, so let me ask you one more question. When you're building that dream, when you're trying to bring your perspective to life and you're looking to build that team and there's like-minded people and there's like-valued people, where does your perspective choose your team? Shanice? Oh, Okay. That's a good question. I think as well, if you're in a team as well, I think it's different. Um, But also, I think the thing to remember is, is your mindset. I think if we all have, if you're, you know, having a confrontation, let's say that, and you're both having different perspective on things, and it's about saving your mindset, you know, saving, because I think when you have different perspectives, and of course things can get heated, right, and to me personally, whether it's with a co-worker or it's with a partner or a family member, whoever it's with, me personally, I do not argue, I listen. And I acknowledge, even if I do not say I agree with them, if I do not agree with them, you know, it's not about me, um, in a sense, backing down, but it's me looking after myself, you know. Um, And I think that's really important as well because, as we all know, you can have stress from something, and then you can get a headache from it. So your internal 
has now now affected your external. Um, and as we all know, there isn't always going to be common ground. So I think it's about as well listening to yourself and thinking, is this right for me? And is it actually worth you stressing over as well? Does that make sense? It's about your mindset, keeping your mindset where it's supposed to be, where you need it to be, rather than allowing your, you to, I don't know, maybe lower, if that makes sense. I'm trying to put it so you can yeah. understand it as an American. I'm like, oh, am I saying the right <laughs> words? You're saying the right words. I get it. I understand it. it. It comes across beautifully. It does. You know, for me, I think if I'm choosing a team, there I can find like-minded people all around me right, that like the same things and enjoy the same things and we can think along the same lines. But like-valued people are harder to come by. And I think when I'm, if I'm choosing a team, if I want somebody standing beside me to make my perspective real, I want like value on my team because then we can have different perspectives and underneath we still have that same core value. And I think that's, to me, that's where the power lies. It's having those people on my team that are of core value to me more than like-minded, like value, because I think that perspective is easier for me to appreciate if that makes sense. Um, how about you, Cassie? How do you stand with like-minded like value, versus like... How do you stand with that? Um, I have to agree. You know, like-valued is more attractive to me, right? Because at the end of the day, we have the same goal. You may have yep. different ideas, different suggestions, different, you know ways on getting there, but at the end of the day, like value people are going to have the same goal and have the same way of going about it. Hmm. Hmm. Great. I like it. I know that I have had a great time today with you ladies and talking about perspective. I so appreciate your perspective. On, on life and on the way you see it. So I know we're going to have to find a time to wind down with respect to you. Shanice is our guest and with respect to our audience. I'm going to start by saying thank you so very much, Shanice, for joining us for this conversation today and being willing to just step out there in the dark and, and, and throw your thoughts and your transparency at us. So appreciate your time and your, your wisdom and your perspective. So thank you for joining us. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? With a challenge. Right. Your your perspective is important, right? And if you are passionate about it, then don't let it or anybody let you don't let anybody waver you from that, right? So my challenge today for our audience is to make a list. What are some things you would do if you weren't worried about what other people thought? Mm. Owning on your perspective. I love your challenges. I think they're always great. Shanice, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us, close out our show, give us the last couple minutes or so. How would you like to leave our audience today on perspective? I just want to say whether your perspective is different to anyone else's, you are worthy 
you are enough. And remember, nobody is perfect, but you are perfectly yourself. And you deserve the most happiness that you can find in the world. And there's always someone out there who has the same perspective as you and wants to see you flourish and will stand by your side every step of the way.